Today's daf is Masechet Shabbos, daf Nun Vav. The Gemara in yesterday's daf introduced a series of important figures in Tanakh whose actions could be misunderstood or misconstrued with the proper analysis of the narratives. These personalities are Uvein, Bnei Eli, Bnei Shmuel, David, Shlomo, and Yoash. Each section of the Gadata begins with the words, Kol Omer blank Chata, Kol Omer David Chata, Kol Omer Ruvein Chata, Eina Ela Toa is only is mistaken in their understanding of what actually happens. The Torah, the Navi, presents a narrative which describes each of these personalities involved in certain activities that on the Pshat surface level reading are errors or sins, and Chazal in each of these instances clarified or enlightened as to a larger context or a missing element in the story. Coming to Ardaf, we have the episode of Shlomo HaMelech. Anyone who takes a psukim in Malachim Aleph, Perket Aleph, literally to assume that Shlomo practice of Adazara is making a big mistake. The psukim can bear this out. It says that in his old age, his wives swayed his heart, and his heart was not shalem with Hashem as was as was on the level of David's heart. So not as righteous and faithful as David, okay, but Ovid of Adazar practicing idolatry, certainly not. So the Gemara asks from the Pasuk, Vayas harab, Hashem. It says that it, it seems that uh, the Shlomo did something evil in the eyes of Hashem. So Vodazar was practiced, in fact, by his foreign wives, and he did not protest should have protested, so the Navi treats it as Shlomo's sin, as he's seen in the in the previous Dapim about the concept of protest, but not that he himself sinned. So the Gemara is fascinating, given that it just casually mentions Shlomo's marriages to these Gentile women, as long as he didn't practice what is Zara. So there's a very important Rambam, where he notes that we should not think that Shimshon Hashofet, Shimshon a Gibor, Shimshon the, the great strong Gibor in Sefer Shoftim or Shlomo HaMelech married these Gentile women without conversion, since the Bastin needs to make sure the convert doesn't have ulterior motives for, me, for money, for power, or they're converting out of fear, or they're converting for marriage. They need to check. They need to make sure it's Hashem Shemaim. Therefore, no converts were accepted by the Basin during the years of David and Sh- Malchus David and Malchus Shlomo, the kingdoms of David and Shlomo, because David was conquering all the lands around, and people were afraid what was going to happen. So they wanted to convert to become Jewish. So they weren't accepting converts in the days of, Sh- of David. But by Shlomo, they also weren't accepting converts because this was a great time. It was a golden era of Jewish history. It's great wealth and success of the Jewish people. They were at the top of the economy, the top of a world power. Again, a fear of insincerity was was in the was in the mix. But an ad hoc basin of three hedyoto says the Rambam, who these people are not as learned as they should be, though these people were doing conversions and would follow up with these people who converted to see if they would retroactively remain a convert. So this is what Shlomo and Shimshon did. And from their behavior we have reason to believe it wasn't a sincere conversion. The wives of Shlomo slipped back into Avodah so in the eyes of the Navi, it's as if Shlomo was married to foreign women, but when he married them, he assumed the, the Geirus and the conversion was glad kosher. So why get involved with these women in the first place? Reb Tzadok Cohen of Lublin writes a beautiful pshat. He says in the Sefer, Sefer Resise Laila and Oschaf, that Shlomo wanted all the nations of the world that she should come to recognize Hashem's majesty as would be the case in Yemosa Mashiach. Marrying these women enabled the nations to be brought close to himself. For, to be brought close to Shoma, forming of alliances in that time, that was what they did, that time of history, it was to marry people from other countries to create alliances. So just as Yeshayahu spoke out in Perak Beis, Yeshayahu, the, the Naharu Elav Golagoyim, referring to uh, Elav's reference to Yushalayim, Shlomo thought his reign as the golden era of Jewish power was setting in, and hence in most of Mashiach, it was time to bring all the nations of the world to Yushalayim to back to 
get them close to Hashem. That's the more the better. So he married a thousand Gentile women to be Makar of all these nations through Bona Shalom through the marriages. This motivation also explains Shalom's special tefillah at the inauguration of the base of Mikdash. The Gentiles also recognize the great Kedusha of the base of Mikdash. They should turn and pray towards it, giving them a Koach HaTfilah. Nevertheless, as great as Shlomo and the Jewish people were, it wasn't the time yet. They weren't strong enough yet to enter into connection with the other nations. And this misstep emphasizes the requirement for Achdus of the Jewish people as a priority in the strongest way before we go ahead and create alliances with the other nations.